Welcome to Kingdom Family Talks, the podcast of Leif Hetland and Global Mission Awareness. Hello, everyone. This is Leif Hetland, and uh, welcome to Kingdom Family Talk. Uh, one of the things that we have been talking about so far is about the soaring eagles that God is inviting us to come up, to stop struggling, and to start soaring. What would it look like in 2020 if you capture a 2020 vision and are able to see what God sees, say what God says, and cease, meaning receiving, what God ceases? I do believe it is an invitation and this season for us to come up, to come up higher, higher than what we've ever been before. For some of us, including in my own life, uh, we need somebody to lift the lid. And you may be saying, what does that mean? Uh, I do believe one of my calling in this season is to be a lid lifter. And I've heard the stories of so many people says, hey, when you came in here, including a whole group of eagles in the Philippines, eagle Christians that had a lid. And let me explain this story. When I first went in 2006 to visit Paul and Almira Yado, I was asking him about eagles because that was one of the life messages that I was burning and I was burning for and it was burning in me. Uh, I, I knew that the bald eagle was the American symbol and the golden eagle was actually the, the, the symbol of Mexico. But I also realized that the Filipino eagle, and they call it the monkey, the monkey-eating eagle. And no, that eagle does not eat monkeys. It's just called the monkey eating eagle. And I don't know exactly why. I know it probably has the longest wingspans in the world. But I asked them when I arrived and I landed in Manila, would it be possible for you to take me to a place where there is eagles? Because for me, I was on this journey around the world. I was studying eagles because I was studying myself and I wanted to be more godlike. I knew we were called you and I, as believers, we were called to rule and reign in the heavenlies. I knew we were called to see the invisible and to do the impossible. But the problem that I had was just that I needed some examples. What does that look like? Where are the eagles in government? Where are the eagles in business or any area, including in the church? So when I asked Paul and Amira when I landed, eventually, I think it was by day four or five, that it took me to a place, but it did something with me that affected me and is still affecting me today. And the reason I'm bringing all of this up, I just came from the Philippines and the same picture hit me. And it hit me when I landed in Mindanao. It was the first time I had seen an eagle in a cage. And I don't know how to describe it to you, but it broke something in my heart. Because I knew what this bird for me symbol was freedom. Whom the Son set free is free indeed. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty and there is freedom. I knew that Jesus came to set us free as believers. But I realized when this beautiful eagle was in a cage, I looked at the vision of that eagle. And I realized that probably at the time when they captured that eagle, 
I don't have the story, I don't have the background, but I can imagine because I saw the cage of this beautiful eagle that tried to reach out its wing but couldn't even reach it out to the fullness. There was wind in there, but it was a lid above. And every time the eagle would try, it probably hit that lid. And over a period of time, the eagle had settled to stay in that cage. If there were serpent that was coming along, there was nothing the eagle could do. He's supposed to be the king of the year. He was supposed to deal with the serpent, but now he had to wait for the, ser the serpent to deal with the eagle. So this, this kind of a wrestling match that I watched that day did something in me, had such an impact that at the moment I started to, to ask some of the Filipino, and I realized actually so many of the Christians in the Philippines was just like it. It is that scripture verse, I think it is in Proverbs 13, 32, where it says, hope defer has made your heart sick. But when you start to desire again and dream again, it is the tree of life. So the first time that I was there, after we've had a little vacation together, we saw this eagle. I met with about 400 primary poor Filipino, part of Destiny Ministry International. And part of what I was doing was restoring their identity, their values, and their dreams. And I was there to be a lid lifter. I knew my assignment because I realized so many of those, they hoped financially speaking. They had hoped to have children. They had hoped in their marriage. They had hoped to start their business. But it hit that same lid over and over. And eventually they settled for something less than the dream. And the primary reason was I don't want to live with disappointments. Because if you continue to hope, if you continue to have expectancy and it does not happen, it leads to disappointment. And that's when during that time period, a fresh wind of the spirit, actually the people that was there and I was there, the wind came into the meeting, knocked over even the speaker system. It was almost like we're in an open area with this huge building and 400 and some Philippines are in. And the wind that just came in when we released the wind of the spirit. But I knew in the spirit realm, the Holy Spirit came in. And I don't know if there was angels around or what was happening. I wish I had some good seers could describe it. All I know was a sovereign wind that came into that room and something changed over 400 of them. And I could stand there today, all these years later, 13 years ago, and describe about the difference in the life of those people. But the picture that I got in the spirit was I lifted that lid. It's like taking the lock off and saying, no more. You're no longer living with limitation. There's no longer finances that says that you cannot go there. There's no longer that lid over you. I just lifted a lid off you and the wind came in and invited you to come up to start to dream again, to start to see again, to start to soar again. And that started our journey together. And from there, we have planted actually about six international eagles nests. And if you ever come to the office here in Tyrone, you will see in my office, I have paintings of eagles. I actually have an eagle there. There's eagles everywhere on GMA. And part of that had to do with what we saw happening there. A new part of my calling was to raise up eagle Christians. There are different breed than chickens and vultures. And you've heard some of me, you have heard me describing some of the different birds in the bird family. But this is the kingdom bird. These are the ones that are called to rule and reign together with him. They're the one like Joseph who became an eagle in Pharaoh's house and went through the process. He didn't stop there in the pit. And there's people that are still in the pit. And that's part of what I did. I lifted that lid of the pit in their life where they are pitiful because of what the family did. They're pitiful because they lost their job. They're pitiful because the dreams didn't come true. 
And if you remember Joseph, he was thrown into the pit by his own family. They wanted to sell him as a slave. That for me was the coming in and said, no, 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 you were not created for the pit. There's a calling over your life. You are actually going to be a father of Pharaoh. And you start to release the destiny that are over the eagles. And in another moment, Pharaoh is being falsely accused and then coming in and lift that lid off. Another time he was in the prison. Another one he needed a pardon or he needed a prophetic test or he needed a different. He was going to all these tests and all of that was a training for reigning program for Joseph, who eventually saved a whole nation, a whole nation from starvation. He saved the whole Israel because he became an eagle in Pharaoh's home. And the Bible says that Pharaoh called him a father. I love other eagles like David. Wow, David was also one that <laughs> there was a sunset of Saul and became a sunrise of David. And you can see even through the processes David went through, including seven years when he was in his cave, I'm so glad my cave was not seven years, but it was about a five months period experience. And I even had a person that came up to me in a vent just recently and said, hey, I don't know exactly, but I've been 40 years in a cave. And I said, hey, you are not supposed to be in a cave for 40 years. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days. And you don't have to do the same thing over and over and never pass the test. The purpose of the test is so you can have a testimony and move to the next stage as part of this training for reigning program for the eagles. So we're seeing the Davids. We're seeing the Daniels. We read about the stories of many of those people and especially Jesus, the master eagle himself, of the whole preparation of Jesus. We see the picture there even in the book of Ezekiel about the four faces of God. And one of those faces, the fourth face, was of an eagle. We see the same picture in the book of Revelation. And I believe that part of the face of God that people are going to see is when they're looking at all the eagle Christians. I call it a convergent lifestyle. And that is when you're stepping in and you suddenly start to operate into what you were born to do. Another way to say that is convergence. It is when love, imagine the body of that eagle, and power and wisdom is becoming one, and glory is being released. Because creation at this very moment is moaning and groaning for the very manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. So let me just stop for a few moments, and let's just look at this eagle, and just also look in the mirror yourself. And let's just even ask a couple of questions. Would you consider yourself to soar or struggle? Are you in a season where you are flapping a lot, meaning you're working hard and seeing very little? Or are you in a season of resting in the spirit where the wind is working and you are resting? Is your vision clear or is there any Things in your eyes that are stopping you to see clearly. When you're looking at the serpent, do you see how big the serpent is? Or is the wind taking you higher where you see how big God is and how little the serpent is? When you are operating and you see there's a storm and there's another opposition coming into your life, do you see that as an invitation for you to soar higher, to soar faster? Or are you running away from the storm? Some of those are indicator if you're tapped into the very eagle nature that is in each one of us. 
That's part of the reason I do believe that the scripture over and over again calls us to be like an eagle, to soar like an eagle, to be swift as an eagle, to be renewed as an eagle. And this is part of what we're doing in this podcast is to invite and this is part of my calling not everybody will operate in the fullness being a kingdom bird but i do believe that there's people watching that is looking that the eagle is going to be one of your greatest friends in the near future because it's going to give you a language of how to be able to discover your identity to find a foundation that you will call to live from to connect with kingdom family and find your place in the eagle's nest. And some of you that are pastors are learning how to create the culture in this nest. It is a culture of celebration where we celebrate one another. It is a place where you're inviting eagles to come and some have had broken wings. Some have lost this vision, but coming into that eagle's nest, creating an environment where those eagles are becoming healthy and can get out soaring again. But also to learning how to develop the lifestyle of eagles, to learning to get out of the nest, that some of the comfort in the nest, that's not what we were born to do, but it's learning how to soar, learning how to use those beautiful eagles' wings, learning to develop the eagle's eye, and getting involved in some of the things that God is doing in the world right now, and that is to bring heaven to earth. The eagles are the king of the air, and the eagle Christians, they're also the king of the air. And we were born to soar. So this is an invitation for all of us. And there's a couple of small little stories that I wanted to bring in here. One of them, and some of you have heard me share this before, perhaps in even a previous podcast. It was when Papa Jack and Mama Frida, my daughter Lila was with me and we were in uh, Tanzania for quite a few years. Maybe some of you listening were part of the team in Tanzania where we did what we call we call it the African, uh, at one time we call it the African explosion. Another time we did, we did five crusades at the same time period. And it was connected down from Kilimanjaro. We just went in and we ministered. In one of the meetings, these eagles came and soared over us in the meeting. Then there were small whirlwinds going up and down in the meeting. So the one that was there, you, you remember that mass deliverances, mass healing. There was transformation that was taking place. But one of my highlights of the whole trip was... Uh, after we were finished some of the, uh, the meetings, we had an opportunity to go with a guide. And part of my dream was to climb Kilimanjaro. But because of some of the injuries, I didn't have the body or the capacity or the lungs to be able to make it the first time. So I was not prepared, but I got to do the first stage of Kilimanjaro. And on that the journey, my daughter Lila and I, we went up and we were able to make it up to the first stage. And Papa Jack did too, actually. <laughs> He got, parried. he got carried down on a stretcher afterwards. So I thought, ooh, I killed my papa. It's not a good thing to do. But up there, my guide, he says, up here, there is no serpent. And up here, there is no mosquitoes. And I realized that there is a place if you go high enough where the irritation of mosquito and malaria will not affect you. There's a place if you just go high enough where the serpent cannot bite you. There's no poisonous serpent. And I realized at that moment that this is an invitation that a father has for each one of us is to come up higher, come up to this place, come up to this zone, taking that moment if you're in your office and you're in your home, getting into the presence and let the wind of the spirit just lift you up above your circumstances, above the irritation, above the attacks, above the things that are coming against you, with the very things for you to experience in the very peace that you can only find in the high places 
with the Most High. So I believe with all of my heart that the invitation for this year is for us to be focused. But part of that focus is that our eyes and our vision, as we're seeing the very face of God, we're getting to see who we are. And that invitation is always, come up, come up higher. It's time for you to soar again. Invite the Holy Spirit just to come with a fresh wind. (laughs) Yes, Holy Spirit, just come with a wind right now. And just take the individual that are listening. Take us up to where we belong. Into that resting place where we can see the invisible and do the impossible. We resist the serpent and we embrace the storm. And I thank you for the wisdom that knows the difference. Thank you for the eagle Christians that you are raising up. Full of your love, full of your power and full of your wisdom. And I thank you for the glory that is being released as creation is moaning and groaning for the very manifestation of those eagle Christians just stepping in to their calling, into their assignment, into their purpose, into their passion, and start sowing again. So I bless you. If you have a lid over your life at this very moment, I want you just to close your eyes. What has been some of the limitation? What are some of the things that hold you back? What are some of the things you have tried this over and over again? And before you know it, you just lower your expectancy because you don't want to live with those disappointments. I do know because I've been there. I do know because I had 400 other Filipinos that was there. I've been there because I do know throughout the world, it is what God has called me to do, is to lift the lid off So many believers that have been stuck in a cage and thought that this is the only way to live and to love. And I just, even at this moment, like so many other people before, I'm going to lift this lid of you. One, two, three. At this moment, I lift the lid of you right now. And there's freedom. Now come Holy Spirit and just breathe in. Just lift your eagle wings out. Put your wings out. And the invitation is come up, come up, come up, come up higher. Just come up. You were born to soar. Come up and experiencing the freedom. Because whom the sun set free is free indeed. And whom you set free will be free indeed. Because free people sets people free. I thank you, Father, for all over the world that we're going to see you raising up thousands and thousands of eagle Christians that were just coming in with freedom in the atmosphere and declare that this is the year of freedom for God's people and it is time for you to soar again. I bless the freedom as you are being a freedom fighter and you're helping us to set people free, to, to take and break those chains that has hold people back and lifting the lid over people. As your lid has been lifted, that you are going to be a lid lifter. You're going to be a dream releaser. I just prophesy that over you. Raise up dream releasers in this very moment that will release God's people to dream again. This is the time to dream. This is the time to believe again. And it is time for you to soar again. Come up and join us to see the invisible so that we can do the impossible. I bless you in Jesus' name. Tell me about your experience. 
Send us a little email. We want to hear about your journey because you were born to soar. Let's soar together in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen.